<laughs> All right. Welcome to the Big Top with your hosts, Amy Seifer and Lori Brittenham. We are just two women juggling too many things, and we're inviting you to come join our circus. We both love laughing and learning, and our hope is that you go back to your own circus just a little bit lighter. Enjoy the show. Hi, friends. You're listening to the Big Top Podcast, and I'm one of your hosts, Amy Seifert, and we are loving our series on motherhood. But the thing is, even if you are not a mom, this episode, these podcasts are for you because you have a mother or you know a mother or you could one day be a mother. And and the truths that we're hearing, they apply across the board. So we really believe the series is for everybody. So today's guest is Allie Patterson, and she is a gem. We love finding female pastors who are just doing the thing. She podcasts and teaches and pastors and mothers. She's got, she's got her own beautiful circus going on. And her podcast called I Know Right is one you need to add to your library. I started to listening, listening to her podcast about a year ago. I loved what Allie and Latasha were talking about. It's for women. And even the way they spoke, it's soothing, it's lovely. You just, you need to check them out. They're great. So if you don't know Allie Patterson, she is a wife of nearly 20 years. She has four kids, 12, 10, eight, and seven. Yeah. Yep. She does. Uh, She's a teaching pastor at Crossroads Church out of Cincinnati, Ohio. She's the developer and co-host of I Know Right Podcast. She's a writer. And she's passionate um, about teaching the Bible, even to people who don't like to read the Bible. And she's currently finishing her master's at Dallas Theological Seminary. Get it, girl. So her circus includes a family of six, job, school, not to mention a community of friends and extended family. And she loves to run, kickbox, write, read, and bake. She hates to cook. Other things she does not like are big parties, making small talk, and the era of skinny jeans. So amazing listeners, enjoy the show. All right, we are back for another episode of The Big Top, and I I am Amy Seifert. We are here with my co-host, Lori Brittenham, and we are excited about our special guest, Allie Patterson. Friends, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm doing all right. Al, how are you? I am doing great. And you just called me Al. I know. I was like, can I do that? (laughs) You can totally do that. That was awesome. The only two people in the world that call me Al are my brothers. So as soon as it came out of your mouth, I was like, me. (laughs) My brothers and Lori. (laughs) It's good to meet you, Al. (laughs) Al is doing good. That's awesome. I love it. We have a mutual friend who goes by Allie, and we call her Al, too, Lori and I, so it's the best. I love it. Um, yeah, you guys, what's, what's happening? Let me tell you. Here's the thing. My son has middle school orientation tomorrow. No, ha- I'm I'm trying not to freak out because he's the first in middle school. He gets braces next week. Like, what? what? I know. <laughs> what are we doing? This I is know. fitting for motherhood. I'm actually with you 100%. My oldest goes into middle school, which for us is seventh grade. Okay. He starts seventh grade, which is junior high for yeah. the school system we're in. And he goes next week and he is in races. Oh my gosh, you guys. 
I feel you. Wait, are they like, where, like, when do you start wearing deodorant? Is that happening? Oh, now. Thank oh. goodness. A long time ago. <laughs> a long yeah. Time. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I'm going to go like fourth to fifth grade. That needs to yep. happen. Especially. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Especially boys. I remember walking into his room and was like, uh, wait, what's happening right now? And Rob's <laughs> like, I mean, he's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's. Body odor. <laughs> we're super, we're super forward about that stuff in our house. Like, yes, I will tell you, if you grow up at Patterson, you will not grow up uninformed. You are going, to <laughs> and so we don't hold a lot back. And so we're like, now this is what's going on. And also, take a shower, and here's your deodorant, and never go without it again. Yeah, <laughs> so, dude. Oh, but yeah. Well, he'll be like the heartthrob. Yeah. Well, he's going to smell good. If that's got totally. <laughs> that, that matters. I mean, Rob has said like, buddy, you don't want to be the stinky kid. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm like, that's real. Yep. It is. Um, <laughs> well, Allie is going to introduce herself like in a little bit, but we just at the big top, we laugh hard, right? Should we do some would you rathers you guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is for everybody. We're all going to answer. All right. Would you rather... <laughs> Have have two long yellow front teeth like a rabbit or no teeth at all. <laughs> That's filthy. Two long front yellow teeth. <laughs> oh man. You guys, I'm gonna go no teeth. I just that's me right off the bat. I think I might too, dude. What? I mean, really? No, no, no. Like also. Oh. <laughs> I mean, because, but, I mean, what? Allie, what do you think? I I'm thinking I would go no teeth because they can just make me a set. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. She got I'm practical. Not too practical. She got I'm, practical. Not, <laughs> I'm too practical. I'm I just. Long yellow teeth feel hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. Right. No teeth feels easier to deal with because I can just get a whole set and put them in. Is that, is that I'm yeah. showing my pragmatism. That's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think that. Myself. Right. All right, Lori, you give us another would you rather. Right. Ellie, you've obviously joined a very um, virtuous podcast here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So would you rather, <laughs> would you rather go a month without internet or a month without showering. Oh, a month without internet, hands down. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. No question about it. You're like, um, forget. Yeah, I, I actually really like quiet. I like less. I'm like a fewer people and noise is so much better for me. Oh, so I wouldn't mind that at all. I'm wow. I yep. did. I think, am I, am I, I'm going to say I wouldn't shower. Yeah, me too, Allie. <laughs> but I think I, Allie might be virtuous. This might be. Yeah, Allie's probably better than us. I think so. Also, well, also my husband has a very strong sense of personal hygiene. Oh. So, well, it would be problematic for him if I didn't shower for a month, so. You know, yes, that is I'm not, true. I'm like already not showering for a month. <laughs> <laughs> so this so is like. I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to do my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a, what is he three months? How old is he? Yeah, he's three months. Three months, three month old and a three-year-old. I mean. Is anybody showering? It's hard to get clean. You three know? months, three years. 
Yeah, you're definitely in a no shower zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we're gonna move on. Um, we have this new thing we're doing with all our guests during our motherhood series, which is called Think Fast. So, Allie, we're just gonna go back and forth. We're gonna give you two options, and whatever okay. comes to your mind that you would prefer, you just you say it. Just, okay. You know, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss maybe uh, why you chose some that you did. Okay. So, you ready for this? I'm ready. Um, all right, I'll start. Starbucks or LaCroix? LaCroix. Disney or Bahamas? Bahamas. New Kids on the Block or In Sync? New Kids on the Block. Ooh. All, all right. right. Pizza or sushi? Pizza. Iron Man or Captain America? Iron Man. Sunburn or mosquito bites? <laughs> Sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay um flannel or floral flannel nice pancakes or waffles pancakes Ooh. dishes or laundry laundry <gasps> wow i need you in my life netflix or hulu <laughs> netflix okay dine-in or delivery delivery grammys or oscars Oh, Oscars, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Even ew. Ew. All awards ever. Ew. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, last one. This is the kicker. Uh, man thighs or man bun? <laughs> man bun. Yes. Nobody wants a man thigh. <laughs> yeah. No. Yesterday, I was at the pool and... <laughs> My daughter told me that my muscles in my arms were strong and manly. Oh, well. <laughs> like, um, I was like, mm, almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> that is, I am using that. Almost. Mm -hmm. Close. Yeah, the thing about a man thigh, like white and yeah. nobody wants, yeah, no nope. pasty. Wait, can we talk about this for a second? Mm -hmm. Dishes or laundry? You choose laundry. I do. Um, I, I despise dishes. I mean, like deeply despise doing mm. dishes. And um, I don't know. Laundry doesn't bother. Here's what I like about laundry. Tell me, because I need it. Yeah. I never sit down. And so when it comes to a basket of stuff that needs folded, I give myself permission to just sit down and fold it. So sometimes I'll listen to something or I'll watch something. And usually I'm on the move so much that I'm like, you know what? I don't even hate it. I'm just going to sit down. I don't even hate it. That's so, so good. This that, is amazing to me. That feels like permission to sit down and just like turn on an old episode of Downton Abbey or something. Maybe yeah, that's but, my problem. Well, I just, Allie, here's the thing. I can't get my laundry to go from the washer to the dryer. <laughs> Oh, so it just to me, sits. Listen to me carefully. I have rewashed so oh. many loads. So oh. many loads. <laughs> I'll find them in there the next day, and I'm like, oh, oh that wasn't yeah. good. Nope. Yeah. Yes, Sour. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind. I feel like, um, I, you know, we have six people. I have four kids, so there's yeah. a lot of laundry. That's and a lot. It's a lot, but <sighs> I'll do it. Here's All the thing, right. are your kids to the ages of like where they're doing chores yet? 
Oh, absolutely. Yep. See, I can't you're, wait for that. Yeah. If you're part of the family, you're, <laughs> oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. Yeah. So good. Have, um, in the summer, we have what I call chore clips and it's a chore system and it's entirely up to me, which is wonderful. Oh yeah. And yeah. so everybody has, um, chore clips every day that they do. And I, and I have age appropriate ones for the different kids. And so, um, I don't also want to be the keeper of whether you did your chores or not. Right. Right. Okay. I don't even want to put the X on a chart. Nope. Mm -mm. So before, you, before you talk to me about your screen time or making other plans, show me your chore clips. Have they been moved from one side of the thingy mm -hmm. to the other? And, um, you know, then we'll talk about something else. So, um, yeah. and, and my favorite chore clip says mom's choice. Oh, that's yes. good. Anything I need done right then? Yeah. Pretty much game. Mom's Dude, that's choice. Good. That's mom's good. Choice. They're not sure whether to look forward to mom's choice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it might be really easy or to dread it. It just, it's yeah. like a, it's a crapshoot. You know, keep them on their toes. Yep. Definitely. I so. love that. I'm going to take mom's choice. I mean, that's mm -hmm. gold. Mom's Thanks choice. And P.S. That's how I never do the dishes. Cause you have yeah. mom's four, choice. four other humans can do the dishes and I hate it. So good. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's smart. That's called delegation, people. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, one, while we, we're on the gold that you're going to share about your motherhood, um, yeah. <laughs> let, let's talk a little bit. Can you can Great. you give us a little bit about who you are, sure. uh, what you're up to, a little bit about your family? Yeah. Tell our listeners. Um, my name is Allie Patterson, and I am a wife of about 20 years. We're just shy of 20 years. And we have four kids, awesome kids, Andrew, Luke, Zoe, and Hope. And they are, they're fantastic. And I love being a mom. And I always, um, I've always had other things in my heart and in my life. And um, when I first came out of school, we actually landed in Cincinnati, Ohio, because I went to Procter and Gamble. But um, I do believe that God began to show me like a real call on my life to, um, to just move closer to what he had for me, which I didn't know at the time, but I had an opportunity to come on staff at my church, um, which is Crossroads church in here, based out of here in Cincinnati. And it's not at all what I ended up doing there, but I, I took it because I knew that God was moving in my life. And so I um, worked on staff for a couple of years and then I left to stay home because I was having a second baby. And um, again, I felt like God was kind of pushing on me to have a period of time where I stayed home and I did not work. And so I stayed home for seven years. Mm -hmm. um, and then I never thought I would go back and work at Crossroads, but I, that, I knew that God was still alive and active and I trusted him with my future. But um, I slowly began to realize that um, I just, I love to teach. I love to learn. I love to teach. And um, at some point I began to realize I'm going to go back to school. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know how or how this will go down. So um, eventually I did take a part-time position back on staff at Crossroads and I started seminary. Mm. I'm in my final like lap, I guess I've been um, moving slowly because I'm a mom of four and I have a job and I have a life. And so <laughs> I've, I'm, I've, I've had to go the, 
the long way around, but I've been plugging away and I, I absolutely love it. And so I'm finishing seminary in the next year. I'll be out and, um, I am now um, in a teaching pastor position at Crossroads, which is a big deal. I think it's the first time we've ever had um, a female occupy a position like that at Crossroads. So um, I absolutely love to learn and teach and communicate. Um, and I do that in all kinds of different settings. And I love it. We are cheering you on. Ellie, you're like paving new paths at Crossroads. Uh, it's a, yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. I really have done a lot of thinking, and I know that you, you did a Women in Leadership whole series, but I'm always in process with God about this. And the thing that he keeps impressing upon me as I just pray and process my life, it's my life. It's not, mm -hmm. it's just yep. me and what I'm doing. Um, I just keep thinking he's doing it. Mm -hmm. I, it's not like, I'm not executing a plan that I had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I didn't have the plan of what I'm doing now. And I feel like, um, I've been, um, following open doors and, um, to the best of my ability, trying to follow him. And here I am doing what I'm doing now. And yes. this is, it's amazing, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't a grand plan that I went to execute. It really is um, just a result of who I am and where my life has led and, and what doors he's opened. And, and a constant conversation with my husband and with God about where to go next. And yes, feels adventurous. And so here we are. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love, I love that idea. You're not, this is not something that you're carving out. You're like, you're, you're responding to what's in front of you. Absolutely. Combined with your, your, your makeup. Yes. Your gifts. So that's beautiful. Thank love you. It. But being a mom is, um, Oh, it's, it, I, I believe to my core is the single most life-changing thing that I have ever done. Mm. Um, not only life-changing, but me changing. I mean, it has, it yeah. has altered who I am. And, and I mean that in a wonderful way, the ways that um, God has worked in my life and in my character mm -hmm. as a result of motherhood um, far, far exceeds any other set of circumstances mm -hmm. that I've ever had in my life. And so some of that's been amazing and blessing and others of it have been long periods of suffering, but it's all been forming me into a different person. And that mm -hmm. is incredible. And it really is. I believe not only motherhood, it's not in isolation, but because I'm a mother, it, that's what God has used to alter me. Mm. And so um, it's just been, it's been incredible journey of being a mom and I love it. Uh, you probably can tell that, but um, <laughs> I, love it. I absolutely love being a mom. And I think, I think my kids are awesome and I really like mm. and respect them as, mm. as humans. And so <laughs> we, we have fun together and I love the ages they're at right now because they're not rolling their eyes at me yet. Um, yes. But, what, are, um, what are their ages again? Can you give this? They are, my oldest um, is 12. He, he'll be 13 here in just a second. Yeah. <laughs> <In a> second. <laughs> he, um, he's nearly 13. And so I've got currently 12, 10, 8, and the young one turns seven next week. Oh, wow. So 12, 10, 8, 7. But they all, several of them have fall birthdays. So we're pushing 13, 11. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely in the 
preteen, tween, early teen world right now. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My, my willingness to talk openly is serving me well. I'm yes. totally. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> it totally is. They're like, mom, just no, we don't need to talk about that again. <laughs> no, too it. much. Yeah. <laughs> It's enough. We don't need, we don't need 101 again. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's more. I know my son always, um, when we start talking real talk about all kinds of things, he kind of looks to the side, not at me, just to the side. I'm like, oh, he can't wait till this is over. (laughs) Bring your friends over to Aunt Allie's. I'm going to, it's no problem. Awesome. She'll she'll talk. Fill in the blanks. Yeah, Allie, like one of our, our last guests, um, Courtney DeFeo, she was kind of talking about what you were talking about. She called, um, when she became a mom, she called it having a spiritual awakening. And mm-hmm. I thought that's such a great way to put it because your heart kind of expands a million times and you experience yeah. God differently, people differently, your whole grid just changes. Yeah. So, I, I think there's really probably two things in my life that have given me new depths of grace for other people. And becoming a mom is, is mm. just like a whole new level of compassion and grace that I have access to mm-hmm. that can never go back. Now that, now that I have it, I have it. And I can look at you differently and I can speak to you differently and I can interact with you differently because mm-hmm. I understand grace in a new way because I know that nobody gets this right. Totally. Right? Yes. We, none of us get it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can just appreciate your efforts just like mine and, you know, and I can have grace for you, not just in motherhood, but in any different circumstance, mm-hmm. I can appreciate, I think the fact that none of us get it right. Totally. In a whole new way. That's good. <laughs> yes. Good. That's so good. Yes. Such a good word. Oh, yeah. I love that. Well, you were like ministering to us. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, I'd love to ask you a question. Um, I just love to hear from you. Like, so you're speaking at Crossroads, you're a pastor, Mm -hmm. you're doing all the things. So how are you juggling motherhood and work together? Mm -hmm. And even just being a wife, how are you juggling all that? Like, do you have advice, secrets, tips? Um, I would say that when I stayed home, um, with my kids and no job and no school and nothing but me and the kids for seven years, um, that was the time that I really felt like there was a total reset. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is all of who, um, who I was and what I thought I was doing with my life was, um, turned upside down. I struggled with that period of time a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, but in, in the struggle of that, I was able to, to be absolutely clear coming out of that season. What am I doing? Like, and, and to come away from my children in my home, it better be good. Like, cause I'm highly committed to these individuals. And so if I'm not following God into a new territory that goes outside of them, then it's not worth it. Hmm. And so I, I really had a reset of priorities during that period of time where I, I frankly, um, am not interested in, in doing things just to do them. And so each day I'm like a very, um, how do I want to say it? Ruthless prioritizer. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely clear why I'm doing almost everything that I do with my day because my preference is to lean toward being at home. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And so if I can be here, I will be here, even if it's a work day, even if I'm doing my job from here. Um, and, and that was a major um, shift for me during that happened during the seven years when I was staying at home, because I really realized how much my just my presence matters to the other people in the house. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped thinking I could go and do things that would help them. And I started thinking that they just need me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I maintain that now, like it's, even though I am doing other things in my life, I hold them to a really high standard. And I also now get to have conversations with my kids where with integrity, I can say, guys, I'm going to be away for a day and here's what I'm doing. And here's why it's important Mm, because, and they actually get that. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. I say like, there are reasons why we should and need to be apart sometimes. And I can articulate what that reason is. I know it and I believe it or I wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I wouldn't even come close to having that understanding about myself unless I had been home for as long as I had. Hmm. When I was in the, what I would call that very much um, a struggle with God yeah. and, and with me uh, about, um, I mean, it's like when you have three kids and then you have another baby on purpose. <laughs> It's like you're drown- you're drowning, and then someone hands you a baby to yeah, keep right. You know, <laughs> totally I mean, like, yes, you're. So it it is not it, a lot of that wasn't pretty, but it really stripped stripped me down mm. to the core of like what am I doing here? Yes, and what do I what do I want to do with my days and my weeks and my life? Yeah, and, and the struggle. You're, yes, mm-hmm. so that struggle like identity issues. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And, um, definitely some stripping away of pride. So oh, I, yeah. I had a, a moment, I told you, I hate to do the dishes, right? Yeah. So I had a moment where I was unloading the dishwasher and I actually hate to unload more than I hate to load. Is that weird? They're clean. I don't want to do anything else. They're clean. Like yeah. if I could set the table from my dishwasher, that would be great. Cause that's Perfect. much more efficient. But, um, <laughs> So I was unloading the dishwasher one day and I think the babies were napping. I was alone in my kitchen and I started to cry and it wasn't like a, like a sad cry. It was like an angry cry. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, and I was talking to God, like, what am I doing? What, what am I doing? I'm standing in my kitchen on a Tuesday at three o'clock and all I'm freaking doing is unloading the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was, I just hit, like I hit the wall with God and do you know what? I, I felt like it's one of those rare times where I could actually quote him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and yes. I felt like he said um, something to the effect of, we're going to do this until you stop judging what I've given you to do. Oh, and, that's good. And it was like, you, like the, the impression mm. I got was like, you think you're too good for this. You're mm. not. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it, so maybe, maybe some people get there quicker than I did. I needed four kids in seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. That's what it took me. Yep. Um, but it really, that's what I mean. Like that's a, that's a, that's an identity altering thing. Like you don't, that's not just about the dishes. And Mm -hmm. so that's why whenever I hear, whenever I talk to new moms or younger moms who are wrestling with. Um, could I ever work less, even if it's not stay home or could I, 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 I like it when women wrestle with, 
could I just come away from the busyness, no matter what that means for them, um, and allow myself to be in the discomfort of becoming a mom and running a home? Because it's not because I think we should all be, um, you know, making homemade dinners from scratch every night. I don't. I actually don't like to cook at all. It's that it's actually that um, it's an uncomfortable place to confront who you are and what you think of what you're doing. And God really met me in that place. And motherhood feels um, like an endless line of tasks, but it's, it's, it's exactly the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so I needed that. I needed that reset for me. It's like, this is not an endless line of diapers and dishes and Mm -hmm. chore charts. It's not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, you need to get that and get that thoroughly before you can effectively do anything else. Mm. And so I really needed, I really needed that. I think I had some ingrained things that where I just thought, well, I can do something great. What the hell am I doing unloading the dishwasher? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And and God was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. Totally. But it's really, that was hard. And I remember how hard that was. And, and I want, I want God to deal with me, even if it, even if it's uncomfortable. I'd rather know that I'm being dealt with than, than where are you? What are you doing? Why are you leaving me alone? You know, I'd rather struggle through something hard. I just, I love, I mean, that I've, I'm sure that speaks to so many of our listeners and it's speaking to me, the idea of wrestling through, you think you're too good for this Mm -hmm. um, and thinking this other thing is, is better or Mm -hmm. um, more glamorous. All right. So you just mentioned meals. Like you're not, you don't like cooking. You're not a fan of that. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do? What do you do for your family? How's it work? I, um, I actually do cook because I want my, my family to eat well. I just yeah. don't really, I just don't really enjoy it. Yeah. And so I, for me, it's all about finding ways to, um, minimize it. So I want my, I want my kids to eat well. I want them to eat fruits and vegetables. I want them to eat, you know, healthy stuff. And so I buy that and I cook it, but I, I just try to take shortcuts wherever I can, honestly, like in preparation and, yeah. um, all that kind of stuff. But for six, it's no joke. You throw one or two extra people in there and you're, you cooking a banquet, you know, <laughs> totally <laughs> real. Um, Wait, do you have like a go-to meal that you're like this all the time? Yes. I'm going to tell you what it is. Right? Yeah, tell, tell us. Tell us. Okay. Yeah, just- I, I buy, um, two pounds of ground chicken okay. uh-huh. and refried beans and like a taco sauce, like a good seasoning packet. Mm-hmm. It's called Frontera. It's actually sauce, not just mm-hmm. a, um, not just a powder. Okay. And then I can chop up any vegetables I have or anything like that. I put it all on the stove and that's like, that can be burrito filling, taco filling, salad, anything. You dump some salsa and lettuce on that. You're good. The kids eat burritos. Yes. And And you can make it slightly differently. You could do ground beef or you could add black beans. I mean, you could do whatever. So that's my go-to because I love Mexican food. That's oh, my yeah. favorite. Yes. Yes. And so I do like a big Mexican skillet of all kinds of Mexican, and then we can put it in tacos or burritos or on yeah. salad. Oh girl, you're speaking my language. My husband's like, it's taco Tuesday. Yep. Now it's taco Wednesday, taco Thursday, <laughs> taco Friday. <laughs> taco all taco the days. Day. <laughs> Yes, tacos are amazing. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I'm a go-to taco as well. And then we've been doing it's it, 
Is it hard for you guys to find something that everybody likes? I mean, you have a lot of people. Lately, this is a winner, just a crock pot of frozen meatballs and marinara Mm. all day long. Put them on subs, meatball subs, or on spaghetti. This, they'll do it. Okay, wait. So let's talk. You you kind of mentioned your husband in there as well, obviously. And some dishes, like spicy dishes, maybe. So how do you keep your marriage spicy? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? Yes, I, okay, so. Real talk. Listen, coming coming out of the phase that I previously mentioned where there's a lot of babies, Uh a lot of diapers, after our youngest, I would say turned maybe about five, we, it just kind of dawned on us that we had lost a degree of intimacy. Like we, great teamwork, great teamwork. Also, we maybe lost a little bit of emotional and physical intimacy along the road somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so I would say the last two years, we've really been on a journey to recover some of that. Hmm. So um, this summer, it's been really fun because we've, um, my oldest can watch the kids for an hour or so. So we've taken advantage of that. And we have a spot that's five minutes away with a great patio. So we go down for a weekly date night at, um, at Grove Park Grill at like eight o'clock on Thursdays. So we go every Thursday. And um, the other thing we're trying to do is um, either on Saturday or Sunday morning, whichever works for us. We just talk about it ahead of time. We get up and we have like 45 minutes or so. And we just tell the kids, if you wake up, that's fine. But it's mom and dad, we're having coffee. Mm. So we have coffee together then. And the reason for both of those is really simple. I need time with him to talk and connect. And then the physical side, all the physical intimacy comes so much easier when I feel like we're really connected like that. Yep. And plus it's just fun. Whenever we spend time together, we realize, oh my gosh, I like you. You are so nice. Like (laughs) I I remember why I did it. (laughs) And I end up like we end up sharing the little things that you just forget to share in the Mm -hmm. hurry of running a family. Mm-hmm. And I think what we discovered anyway, was that we're really good at running a household together. Yes. Like we really, and that's a, a thing that we actually do very well together. Mm-hmm. And so that can mask over the fact that we're not, because we don't fight about that kind of stuff. We're mm-hmm. actually really kind of a good team. Yeah. That can really mask like a lack of closeness and intimacy for, for a good long while. Yeah. We're we're fighting to get some of that back. And I I think this summer has been big for us. Oh my gosh. That makes so much sense. Um, really good. My, my, our pastor, um, at our church, he's, he's also a marriage counselor and he talks about there's sort of three hats we wear in our marriage, just like you're saying, like friend, lover, and, um, roommate or teammate. Mm-hmm. And so often you can be great in like two of them, but one can, you know, fall to the wayside. It's recovering all of those and just, yeah, just like you're saying. Speed yeah. And I mean, I, I do know couples that would say they're not great teammates. Yeah. Um, that has never been an issue for us, but we've really, we've really had to remember again, teammates is not enough. It's great. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not enough. And yep. so I think it's just been giving ourselves the, the space to, um, and the permission to leave our kids and yes. to connect just the two of us to have a glass of wine, yep. just talk about whatever we want to talk about and, um, and be together. Cause we've been together 24 years. Mm. I mean, that's a long, long time. So. Yeah. It's awesome. But I still like him. I still, yes, I still like him. him. Like, yes, you do. Yeah. 
All right. So Pastor Mama, we <laughs> love it. Um, is, is there a quote or a passage of scripture that, that as a mom has been really meaningful to you? Yes. And I bet it's one that most people and, and even most um, people who don't go to church would know. And it's um, Psalm 23, the one that starts, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, I shall not want or I lack nothing. And I think that I would love it if anybody listening actually read that word for word, because it's meant a lot to me as a mom, because I've really, um, I think motherhood is just, it's just a really long journey of redefining your whole existence, which is what we kind of started with. And I love Psalm 23, because what's behind that is that um, God knows where to put us and when to put us there. Hmm. And I think it's been a long journey of learning to trust him that I am, I am in the place that he has for me. And, um, and that has looked different at different times. And so um, that to me is a psalm of learning to trust your shepherd and to follow him to places, even when they look different than you thought, even yes. when you go stay home and you never thought you would, or <laughs> right? you're working full time and you feel overwhelmed and, and also understanding that um, you have a shepherd who knows you and he knows where to put you and he knows how long to leave you there. And he knows where the water is and he knows where the food is and he knows how to protect you. And that, that Psalm has meant a lot to me. And the only job of the sheep is to follow the voice of the shepherd. Mm. That's it. Mm. And so I just keep coming back to that. Cause I think my number one job, my number one job, my number one job is to just get in the sound of his voice. Just get within the sound of his voice. Oh, oh. yep. Because other than that, I mean, I don't want to be overly simplistic, but man, it's been a long journey of just learning to trust and follow him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've landed myself in some places I never thought I would be. Yeah. Um, oh. But it's that, so that as a mom, I mean, and you know, every phase your oldest kid goes into, you have no idea what you're doing all over again. Right. Oh, Sorry. 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 I don't know one. how to be a mom of a seventh grade boy. I'm about right. to get yeah. out. I know. So again, like it's a new it's a new moment for me to go, I don't know how to do this yeah. again. Yes. You know? Yes. Good. Yes. So um, that, that Psalm, I always come back to and um, because it is a journey of following and, mm -hmm. and that's been a huge, a huge, huge deal for me to take pressure off that I'm not supposed to know the answers that I'm not supposed to get it all right. That I am supposed to put myself as close to him as I can get. Yeah. Um, and follow. It's good. But that's, good. that's probably the biggest thing for me as a mom. I love the phrase that you just said, get in the sound of his voice. I love that. Mm. Especially in, like in the midst of kids, like whether your kid's mm -hmm. seventh grader or a three month old, right? There's just clamor. Yes. And so how did like different seasons, you're going to hear his voice differently. Maybe it's oh. in the clamor, maybe it's yep. getting away, but get in the sound of his voice. That's such a great yep. totally. phrase. And yeah, girl. Different at every stage. It looks Ooh. different. Totally. Well, like my yeah. quiet times, my quote unquote quiet times, they're yeah. about 35 seconds. Oh, I, yeah. You know, yeah. But we're making it work. Yep. yep. So, yeah, 30 good. second intervals, right? Throughout the totally. day. You're like nursing, trying to read it. Yeah. Totally. You're like, yeah. what are we yeah. doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, Allie. Um, let's end here, okay? Last okay. question. All right. Yeah. What uh, piece of advice would you give to those who are maybe not yet moms? So maybe one, one piece of advice to the not yet moms and then maybe one piece of advice to our mom listeners. Okay. 
Um, I would say if you are not yet a mom, you get to craft a life that you really love. Like mm. you really are free to, um, I think we have more freedom than we take a lot um, from God to put together a life that feels like a life you really want to live. Mm. And if you're not in a season where you're a mom yet, great, super fantastic. Take full advantage. Do, do the things that you can do in that season that feel like a life you really want to live. And um, I just think it's, it dawned on me too late, I think, that like I can choose and I can choose what I get to do. In, and um, that's best done, of course, in relationship with God, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but in any stage of our life, we do have choices. And so if you're not a mom yet, I would say, awesome. Um, you've got some choices that, <laughs> that some of us don't have. And so start asking questions about um, like, what, what, what would it feel like to live a life right now that really felt like a life I wanted to live, a life mm -hmm. I really love to live? Because I do think um, even though sometimes we have to choose things that, um, that a lot of times the world around us says we shouldn't, um, that doesn't mean we can't choose them. Mm -hmm. And so I just think we, we um, can take our freedom and use it really well, then we end up living a life we really want to live. So take full advantage of the season you're in. Oh, and Allie, so good. As far as like mom, mom advice, yeah. I think the number one thing that I would say to any mom at any age of any child is um, God gave you your kids on purpose and you are what they need. Mm. And he, he matched you with the intention of providing for your child. And so you don't have to be somebody that you aren't and you're not supposed to hit all the mom bullet points. You're just supposed to parent them as you. Mm. And so again, that has led me to such freedom. If I'm enjoying what I'm doing, my kids are going to enjoy what they're doing. If I go do something that I hate just because I think good moms do it, well, that's not going to work out very well. So <laughs> I am what they need. And, and so if I can, um, if I know myself well enough to know what I really like to do, well, then they're going to like to do, you know, they're going to like to be around it too. And yes, bring so much more joy as a mom rather than trying to hit the, the all good moms checklist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just had to burn that to the ground about seven or eight years ago. I was like, screw it. I can't do this. I'm not having any yeah. fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to build Legos. <laughs> I, you know I mean? I'm like, I just, yes. No, nope. I'm sorry, children. <laughs> Your mom hates to craft. It's not going to happen. So, oh, girl. Yeah, that's amazing. There you are. You get, you get to parent as yourself. How yes, it's the yes, best. That's for real. That's good. Mm. That's so good. Oh, this is good. You, yeah, I'm chewing all, all kinds of things. So good. It's been Thank so fun guys. to be with you guys. It really has been. You're wonderful. And I love what you're doing and I'm going to keep listening. Oh, that's so great. We love what you're doing. Y'all, everybody add, add, I know right to your podcast listing. We'll, we'll add all this in the show notes, but great. you guys yeah. are doing beautiful work too. I love it. Thank you. Well, yes. great to be with you. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, we'll Allie. see you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, Big Top listeners, isn't Allie Patterson? I mean, isn't she fantastic? 
Man, I love her encouragement to us to get in the sound of God's voice. I mean, it's so brilliant and it's like been sticking with me. And so even as I kind of go about my own circus today, I want to position myself to get in the sound of his voice, whatever that might mean for my day, to clear away things that need to get cleared away, um, to quiet the noise, to hear from God's voice in the midst of it all. So, wow. Thank you, Allie, for being a part of this. Thank you, listeners, as always, for listening and then sharing um, on social media. And as well, so, so many of you have let us kind of know the encouragement that you found in our episodes. And we could not be more grateful for your texts, your Facebook messages, your Instagram mentions, all the things. Thank you for sharing how the Big Talk has encouraged you. And we want to continue um, to hear from you. So continue to do that. Um, and you guys, I really, 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 really specifically want to encourage you to come back for our next episode where we've got Meg Smalley on. And she's actually going to talk about her story with infertility and how to personally kind of walk through that. Maybe if that's your story currently. Um, but she's also going to kind of give us some tips and, and how to minister to our friends and our family who may also be walking through a story like that. So don't miss next week. Um, Meg is great. Um, you're going to love her advice and, and her personal account of things that God has done in her life. And so because we're over the moon that you're listening, we can't wait to bring you more fantastic content next episode. So enjoy your circus today. Ask questions of those around you um, and fight to keep your heart light so that you can laugh hard and learn well in whatever circus uh, that you are a part of today. All right. We love you guys. See you next episode.